This is the Zach Ansbury Show. Welcome. On today's podcast clip, we have Professor Rachel Kennedy from the Ehrenberg Bass Institute, University of South Australia. Work that actually gets used by industry. Yeah. In Journal of Advertising Research, well, partly because most of my research is advertising <laughs> media related, is an obvious choice, but there are a number of advertising journals, but that one is interested in language that can be read and understood by practitioners and that it's looking at practical problems. Mm. And so that fits with my own areas of interest. It very much aligns with what the Institute wants to do as well. Um, in terms of having that real-world engagement. Um, I heard, it was at the last uh, ANSMAC, actually, I heard Mark Uncles get up and talk about um, Journal of Advertising Research and said, you really, and, and this is true for all, all, all journals, um, you really need to write for that audience of that journal. And he said, when you're writing for, for JAR, you really need to think, what are the people who, like the big companies like Procter & Gamble and Unilever, what are the marketers, like the, the industry-based marketers in those organisations, what are they going to be interested in? And that's how we kind of framed it. To me, I think it's what should they be should interested they? in? Yeah. And often they are by the time the ideas are put to them, and many of them are. Yeah. Um, so you've spoken at a lot of the big global events, especially in the advertising uh, field, like... Um, canes and um, like walk and stuff like that. Did you want to? Um, so I've never spoken at one of these big events. I've spoken at like conferences and stuff like that. Did you want to give us a bit of an insight as to what that is actually like and the benefits that you would receive from it? And I suppose the benefits you hope the audience gets from it as well. So when you've got a really big event, you tend to have a very short amount of time. Okay. And so to me, well, one the way to get there is to have good research that actually matters to people, which is what I want to be spending my time on anyway. But you'll get an invitation to the big stage if you've got something that's exciting to share that lots of people are interested in. Okay. So that's the first bit to get right. But then because you've got a short amount of time, it's being very clear on what is the story that you've got to sell or to share and being able to package it in a way that can communicate it as efficiently as possibly yeah. as possible. And hopefully you can do it in a way that it's, it's a bit fun and engaging as well. It doesn't yeah. have to be fun, but that you keep people's attention. I think that last part is really important because they've probably seen lots of presenters over multiple days. And, and conference rooms can be dark, and especially if you're talking about being, you know, in the south of France where it's jam-packed agendas with mm. parties at night. If you're then in a dark room with one presentation after the other, you can only get a certain amount of people's attention. So it's good to focus it on something that's actually going to make their life a bit better, that's going to make them spend their company's money more wisely mm. or simplify what they're doing. Yeah. What was, uh, what was your latest presentation about there? Done a few there. I think the last one might have been in a session with Peter Fields yeah. of the Benet and Fields, that, or both of them, um, looking at, I think it was creative tactics that sell, something in in that area okay. or the latest one that might have been the one before might have been about targeting and segmentation hmm i i do remember a slide about targeting is like salt <laughs> you know too much of it and you ruin a dish yeah Oh, yeah, I don't know if I could eat food without salt, really. But I agree. <laughs> a little bit of it is good, but too much. Too Not much good for your bad. heart there, Zach. That's definitely true. 
Um, so you, I mean, you travel quite a bit and we're in a, a COVID world at the moment where we're all kind of grounded in Adelaide, um, which I'm particularly bummed about because I started to be sent places. Um, but uh, I mean, uh, you, have a, you have a husband and you have two young daughters and you're a successful um, person. Do you have any tips about balancing all of that stuff, life and work and not being here, but still being present? I don't know, just general advice, I suppose, for that. I don't know if I do it particularly well, but I just love being able to engage with people, you know, who have marketing problems and who are interested in our research. So I just throw, try and throw myself into that part when I'm with people overseas. And then when I'm here, I try and give my kids as much and husband as much of my attention as I can. Just, I try and live in the moment and my calendar is just be all on I schedule things and I do it when it's in my diary as best as possible or, except some of the papers that I've got with you that get bumped a little bit um, lots of balls and you just try and catch as many as you can yeah definitely um, I kind of feel like uh, you know moving from PhD to like a postdoc hey guys it's Zach Ainsbury here with just a couple of quick reminders if you've enjoyed today's podcast then make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode. There are plenty more interviews to come with some of the world's leading marketing academics and the practitioners. You do not want to miss these. In the meantime, if you're looking for another way to connect, then follow me on Twitter at Zach Ainsbury. That is Z-A-C-A-N-E-S-B-U-R-Y for my take on the marketing issues of the day.